0: Yo, 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 what's up, yo? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, what's up, yo?
1: Welcome once again to episode 79. 79. Which is our 79th episode. Who is that, like Jim Lachey or something?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I do know that the Redskins.com uh, is starting to sell the 75th anniversary stuff. So uh, we will get a lot of retro stuff starting to show up. I've seen a couple days in the last week. You know, they're, they're, they're spreading it out as they release the, uh, the items to, uh, you know, maximize the dollar that they, the dollar potential from us uh, sucker fans.
1: Is this the 75th anniversary?
2: That's the official 75th anniversary of the Washington Redskins. Man, I, as, as I guess starting from all the way back, obviously, to, uh, you know, Boston Braves.
1: Dude, I still right. have my... Uh, i still wearing my 70th anniversary stuff. It's time to put that stuff away, I guess. It's getting old old and ratty. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I guess so.
1: Time flies when you're losing games, man. Yeah. Tell me what.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh, so guys, yeah. I heard an interesting story this week. Dude, I remember...
0: Just FYI, number 79 was uh, Gary Puts, or Puts, or whatever his name was, back in 1982.
1: What about Jim Lachey? I don't know, was
0: he? Was he number 79?
1: I don't know. Uh I think. I don't
2: know. Look it up. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway,
1: go ahead, John. Yeah, dude, yeah. Jim
2: Lachey was number 79. See, That's right. Good call,
1: Aaron. I ain't all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. So what,
2: what, what you got? What you got? Um, uh, well, yeah, I was listening to a Triple X Radio, the local one, 102.1, the game here in uh, King Beach. Ooh. The new one hundred one one hundred two point one, the game, with the really annoying. Um, you guys haven't heard it. You have to. You really need to go on the internet and listen to it because their self promotion stuff is is so annoying. You almost turn the station. <laughs> um, But I was listening to the Bram Weinstein show, and apparently they had the Beach Blitz, the Northern Virginia Beach Blitz over the weekend up there. Obviously, not at the beach, but I think it was in like, the Reston Town Center or something of that nature. They they don't um, stand in the parking lot? They they said he was actually going off about this. He was like, there wasn't even a palm tree. (laughs) Was it actually called? a problem with that.
1: Was it Uh, actually called the Beach Blitz?
2: The Northern Virginia Beach Blitz? Northern Virginia. Yeah, the Northern Virginia Beach Blitz. (laughs)
1: That's ridiculous, guess, man. You know,
2: they felt bad that they didn't have one, so they wanted to play off of the, the Beach Blitz coming up here this weekend. Why didn't uh, they call anyway, it like this about, They had uh, Dexter Manley there, and he loves Dexter Manley. He loves having Dexter Manley on the radio because you never know what he's going to say. I guess He's kind of like Charles Barkley, where you never really know what he's going to say, but it's always, it's riveting radio. It doesn't have a And uh, so a lady comes up, and she's in line, and she's got a... a I guess a golden lab, like the short hair dog, but a big dog, pretty big dog. She got this dog with her, and she's coming up to the line, and she's like, Hi, Dexter. This is my dog, Dexter. I named him after you. And he's like, Oh, really? She's like, Yeah, I named him after you for Dexter. You know, Dexter Manley's like, Bring him up on stage. <laughs> okay, so, you know, there's hundreds or however many hundreds or thousands or however many people over there. <laughs> so he brings the dog up on stage. And Dexter Manley, you know, he's a pretty big guy, so he kind of envelops the dog to uh, hold him steady, because the dog doesn't know him. He's up on the stage, bright lights and everything. And he proceeds to whip out a Sharpie and sign his name along the length of the dog, from, like, the neck to the rear end. Oh, my. He's like, here you go. And then the lady, <laughs> she says, and I believe she said this on, into, like, the microphone, I will never wash my dog again. I think Pete going to get involved with that. I think um, it's a very bizarre story. It wouldn't matter many anyway. Aspects, but they made it, They brought up a good point that uh, some people actually name their pets after players on the Redskins. There's apparently a kind of a, a famous one named Gibbs that shows up with his owner uh, that meets the team bus from all the away games up there at Redskins Park. And it's uh, pretty interesting. If anyone, else, if anyone out there, and they did this on the Bram Weinstein show too, if anyone out there has a, uh, a pet named after a Redskin or just maybe his name is Redskin or whatever, any kind of pet, uh, let us know. I think that would be kind of cool to know. And tell us what kind of pet it is, like if it's a dog, what breed of dog, and what it's named after and why. What pet you a pet name? I had a pet
0: snail once named Daryl Pound.
2: <laughs> 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 um,
0: Daryl
2: Pound. Doggy. Never, never, never. Just, I, I still. Every time I hear his name, I always think of, of Sonny and Sam going. It was Daryl Powell. You got shell, burned on that, Daryl Powell. His
0: shell caught on fire and he burned. <laughs> uh,
1: I got a pet turtle named uh, Adam Archuleta.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my.
1: Um. Say so that reminds me, we got a lot of emails this week from our good pals across the pond in the U.K. Um, one from Scotland, sure one from Glasgow, Scotland, one from right outside of London, another one from in London, and um, a couple of you guys out there in U.K., I just wanted to let you know that John mentioned on last week's podcast the uh, U.K. Uh, Redskins fan club, and someone wrote in and thought they that it wasn't going on anymore but we're happy to report that it is um, alive and well according to some other yeah, members at least
2: at least 25 years going um i remember them hearing about them being like the first american football fan club over in the uk and uh they've been going strong for quite some time
0: and and we'll try to get more information on that and put it up on the website too like if uh if you guys over there in the UK, listen, send us some more info, contact info, where to get together, when,
2: how, what, why, who, all that good stuff. Yeah, because we talked about this last week, that uh, me and Roberta and I are going to be over in London July uh, 24th through 26th, um, and if a couple of you guys out there want to meet up for a pint, take a picture for the website, wearing some burgundy and gold, that'd be
1: pretty sweet. We'll um, hook it up. Uh, yeah, man. Say that reminds me. Um, John, I want to thank you for the care package today that I received in the mail that said, from crazy Uncle John, and included in the care package for everyone to know is a um, pretty sweet Redskins 50th anniversary bottle of Coca-Cola, unopened, which will have a place in my Redskins room, and um, amongst other things was a can of haggis.
2: Cane the haggis, and what
1: did I get you for the kid. Um, A football rattle.
2: That football baby rattle.
1: That's pretty so, sweet.
0: Uh, right on, dude. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to share that haggis with
1: you. <laughs> I'm you saving,
0: we'll wash it down with some twenty-five year old Coca-Cola,
1: <laughs> dude. I'm sa- <laughs> Dude, I'm saving that haggis for um, a special occasion, i.e., when John comes to visit.
2: I'm not sure how long it keeps, but uh, I'll
1: eat that, dude. It's in but a can.
2: But, uh, I'll eat that. <laughs> I've had it before.
1: I'm afraid I wouldn't know good if stuff, it was, man. dude. I'm afraid I wouldn't know if it was good or not. <laughs> <laughs> John, is this, good stuff, man. Is this supposed hey, I to? I got an as well? idea.
0: Let's like boil up some haggis at the next uh, tailgating session we have at FedEx Field. Sweet man,
2: hit us with some mashed potatoes, some haggis. <laughs> a dark beverage it's good to go
1: oh man. my anyway a couple of those um, one of those guys from the UK huh. said he was planning on coming over for the Dallas game and I was like sweet we'll really? see you there dude we'll see you there excellent most excellent yes um, anyway why don't we get on to some Redskins news from the week yeah there's been a- the- Redskins news this week yeah there
0: has been some there has been some we, uh, I think probably the biggest news or at least the biggest deal that everybody is making something over is, uh, the lack of, uh, Sean Taylor and Sean Springs, the Sean's, um, you know, being at, uh, the lack of them showing up for the OTA.
2: Right. Um, at least Sean Swisham showed up from what I hear. So, you know, I think he's the only Sean on the roster that's actually in town right now. We have a lot of traffic on the website about that, too. A lot of people say, you know, it's no big deal. You know,
0: they're voluntary, OTAs. They don't actually have to report until June, so on and so forth. But, you know, it kind of sucks. I mean, what does it say to your teammates to be the only ones that do not show up?
2: Yeah. And, you know, it it is voluntary, and if you show up in June, that's cool. But the big deal, like Sean Springs, his future in Washington has been uncertain since a long time ago. He doesn't know if he's going to be on the team. He's not going to show up and do OTAs and risk an injury um, and then be put in a position where he can get cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he especially, from what I heard, he uh, he felt the Redskins rushed him back too quick last season from his first injury. And uh, he doesn't did, he think the doctors for the Redskins did him right. So he stayed in Arizona doing his own thing. And, I mean, as of June 1st, he might not even be on the team, so who knows?
1: But I, d- I do have to report that he did say in an interview that he's he's working out and he's ready to go and he'll be there in June.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's sitting around, loping around, like drinking beer like, like us. And, and Aaron's um, had a pretty strong
0: opinion about Sean Taylor, Aaron.
1: Uh. I do. Oh, yeah, I you could. T- Oh, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> you, like, went on
1: and on about it, like, three times. Um, <laughs> what I was saying is people were saying how... Um, or they were saying that he might not be at the OTAs because he's mad about his contract. And I was saying I can see his point because look what's happened the last two years. Two years ago, or this year and last year. Last year, they brought in Adam Archuleta, paid him more money, and he didn't do crap. And now this year, they're bringing in uh, a rookie... Leron Landry, and he's going to get paid more money, and he hasn't done anything yet. And he's like, look, dudes, I've been kicking some butt for you for the last couple of years. Although Why should I be year, the lowest lowest paid safety on the team?
0: Although last year, he didn't really show up and do his thing like he did the year before.
2: I mean, you know... He wasn't quite as good last year. And, and granted, he didn't have like the surrounding cast or front line that could gave him that that mm. health he needed to do his job, but yeah, uh, you're exactly right. And I was writing on that on the website. He, I mean, Sean Taylor didn't show up last year, not the Sean Taylor we knew.
1: Well, dude, he might have been trying to cover, uh, you know, play two positions there.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I think that probably is part of it. He had a lot of, uh, he didn't have someone to lead him, and he was trying to do too much. But mm. I think that happened a lot, uh, especially with the linebackers. I think they were. They were exactly what you just said, Aaron, trying to play more than one position at once, trying to cover other people's
1: butts. Yeah. Well, I know what you're saying, but, uh, um, but but you can see his point, right? Like, while he might be a little ticked about that.
2: I can see his point, but he's still got two years left on the contract. And his agent is Drew Rosenhaus, so it might just be speculation, because everyone knows, everyone knows he's kind of a dick. Mm-hmm.
1: Also so, uh, this- I also found this...
2: The big thing that I'm pissed off about with Sean Taylor is that, once again, he's not even returning his boss's phone calls. All he's got to do is, is return a call to Joe mm-hmm. Gibbs, who has been trying to get in touch with him, and say, hey, I'm not showing up till June. That's my deal. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, That's all he's yeah. got to do. Yeah, I mean. He's not even returning his phone calls. Well, at he's, all. Like, he's done this before.
0: Yeah, he did Unless that last he year. He's on some did he? tropical island working out where he has no phone service. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, he's got to know all this is going on. I just, I mean, that's just, you know, what, another one of those things that will just cause distractions and, and, and call right. tensions and, and stuff we just don't need, man. I mean, just pick up the freaking phone and call and say, hey, dude, I'm coming back in June, just like you said,
2: John. Yeah. Well, Sean Taylor, everyone knows Sean Taylor's a little strange. He's, he's just a little bizarre. He's very much a loner. He's got a little bit of that, not. I'm not saying he's like, you know, a pothead like Ricky Williams, but he's got a little bit of that Ricky Williams loner kind of mentality kind of thing. Like, I mean, when he comes to the game, he he gives it his all, even if he kind of sucks that day, which which had happened last season. But he he's there for the game. He seems to be focused. He seems to be trying to do his job. But it seems like he's got a lot more going on than just football. And he's like, well, I don't have to be there. I don't – it seems like his, his – The way he feels is that it's the boss season, it's OTAs, I don't even need to call my coach back right now because I don't have to be there. Right. Who are they to call me during this time? He's like, I'm on on my time right now.
1: Yeah, dude. Maybe
2: he's got that going on, but it would be, it would be polite just to call up and say, hey, this is the deal.
1: That kind of reminds me of the time that my boss called during a Redskins game. And, uh, this is when me and John were roommates and John answered the phone and was like, Dude, there's a game on, and then hung up on him.
2: <laughs> oh, man, I forgot about that. That what, was a long time ago. Where are you, like, there's a game on. He
1: was like, the ga- there's a game on. He'll call you back when it's over, and then hung up
2: on him. I was getting pissed, because that dude would call all the time, and you're just like, dude, it's my day off. Why did he call me? And I was, I was like, well, all right. And
1: at this time, I'm answering the phone. I'm going to tell them off because I'm tired of them bothering us during the Redskins game. <laughs> John was like, This is the last straw. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious, man. Anyway,
2: yeah, it's
1: a better. Uh, let me guys ask you something. How do you guys feel that um, uh, Kedrick Gulston and Anthony Montgomery are going to play this season? I think, I hope.
2: Goldston is going to keep improving like he has and show up. Um, Montgomery, he's, pretty, he's shown some, he's shown more than many late-round draft picks, but I don't know if he's going to be awesome. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm really hoping Cornelius Griffith can stay healthy because when he is healthy, he is a terror in mm-hmm. the middle of that line yep. when he's healthy. I'm unopinionated. I just want to wait
0: and
1: see. Now, it was like we I was talking about a few weeks ago, if you'll remember John, how I was like, "Well, maybe they're not getting a defensive end because Gibbs has faith in his line, and we talked about that a little bit. I don't remember if that was on a podcast or just between us. We but,
2: mentioned that a little bit, yeah,
1: but I was reading something today how they were like saying that Joe Gibbs is um has faith in his line. And, uh, thinks they'll be fine, and now the article was saying that they think he's just overly optimistic, but, they, well, they could, if they play up to their potential, they could be good. With Golston stepping up, Cornelius Griffin, Salivea as a backup, strong backup. And, uh.
2: And, and, you know, Philip Daniels, when he was healthy, and this was true when he was on the Bears as well, he was awesome. I mean, he had a game two years ago near the end of the year, he had four sacks in one game. I think it was against Dallas.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, I mean, he can be awesome. He was like the biggest uh, proponent of them be- being allowed to work out away from Redskin Park because he felt that he got injured because of bringing it up again. The Redskins doctors and their, their physical people, they're not. Now, a lot of people don't have a lot of faith in the way the Redskins uh, gym people, I guess, their health people are really working the team. Uh, so we'll see. I mean, if Phillip Daniels has an awesome year, and can and contribute on the left end and just be awesome. You know, maybe they're right. Maybe they should have some time away at work, which I kind of think they should anyway.
1: But well, now that Philadelphia you know, mean, it's possible if they
2: stay healthy, they could be great. But man, that's a huge
1: if. Well, now that he's got his way, man, he needs to step up and prove it. If that was yeah, his excuse for last year, more
2: than anyone else. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, Aaron. He needs to show up more than anyone else. Yep.
1: Um, some other news from uh, this week's OTAs. We had a couple injuries. John's favorite player, Nehemiah Broughton, is done for the season with a torn ACL. Sad man. to say. And uh, that's too bad.
0: That sucks to do that in the OTAs, man. That just sucks.
1: Yeah, that yeah. really does suck. Nehemiah is one of those guys that always hangs around. Not like a hemorrhoid, but he's always hanging around like a good thing. Like
2: <clears throat> yeah, like he yeah yeah like he always seemed to have a.
1: Like a deodorant ball in your armpit. <laughs>
2: Look, waiting for waiting for you to spread it back out
0: for some later use.
1: Yeah, man, making sure you have making sure you have some for later. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> another injury. Like a little dabble of chocolate
2: in your flavor, Sam. that's too bad because this is a year that he could have been, he he could have stepped up, but uh,
1: but he's not going to.
2: Not this year.
1: But um also, John's favorite injury was suffered by Santana Moss with a pulled oh, groin. Oh
0: man. Uh, have they have they even discussed the uh status of
1: that yet? Yeah, they said he pulled his groin and it was like a side note. I saw it at the bottom of some article.
2: Yeah, and if you haven't heard it or heard me say it before, if you've never pulled your groin before, boy does it suck. Dude it is not it just fun. sucks. <laughs> oh man, it is horrible. It's, it's it's one hell of an injury. I pulled no my groin. What water- you do?
0: <laughs> I pulled my groin water skiing one time, dude, and I couldn't even get they couldn't even get me back in the
2: boat. Oh man,
1: dude, it was just like dude. John pulled his groin so bad once that they thought it was a hernia. Yeah, it
2: was so bad. They said they said it was a severely pulled groin, and uh, yeah, it felt pretty damn
1: severe. <laughs> So anyway, an athlete's got a pull groin, it's like sometimes you're like,
2: Man, that'll through that turf toe, beyond, you know? But <laughs> with the pull groin, I'm always just like, oh dude, sorry. Yeah.
1: hmm mm. What other news you guys got? Anything? Man.
0: We were talking about uh about names earlier and naming your pets after uh, players. I I found this interesting piece of information. I didn't know this last week but we were talking last week about you know what's LeVar Arrington doing these days and uh oh yeah and I didn't know that LeVar Arrington was named after LeVar, LeVar Burton is he really? the actor LeVar Burton Roots. the actor as in Roots from Roots and Reading Rainbow and
1: he's named after Reading Rainbow and, and Jordy? Didn't he He was on Star Trek too wasn't he? he was Geordie yeah the yeah. dude with the glasses yes yeah. yeah, dude
0: <laughs> LeVar Arrington
1: was named after LeVar Burton. Really? Are you sure? I, I thought that yeah, dude's I'm, name was Lamar I'm Burton. Sure. What? I thought his name was Lamar Burton. It's LeVar?
2: I don't know. Lavar. Yeah, it's LeVar, man. Yeah, reading Rainbow Dude.
1: Headley. <laughs>
2: <laughs> reading man.
1: Read. Dude, Lamar Burton, oh. LeVar Burton is still on Reading Rainbow. I was flipping through PBS the other day, and it's like an old LeVar Burton. Still on
0: it. I can't do <laughs> Read a book, take a look, Reading Rainbow. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, I just found that interesting since we were talking about names before. But
1: Dude, we, we can never go a week without mentioning LeVar Arrington.
0: Yeah, ma'am, I took an oath right? And then you broke it.
1: That doesn't mean like two wrongs make a right. (laughs) (laughs) At any event, you guys know what's coming up in two episodes. Oh, yeah. The very special.
2: It's the H.O.F. episode, or it should be the H.O.F. episode. Yeah. That's right.
1: But
0: uh um, number eighty one. And we would love to tell you that that Art Monk will be on our show, but uh we can't really tell you that.
1: It probably won't happen, dudes. <laughs> Tune in anyway though for the Mark, the Art Monk episode.
2: That's
1: right. Okay. And um, um I don't know if you guys do that or not, but um that's that's time for Ready. Trivia. Welcome to Tom's Trivia, and this is going to be a Harry Hog football first. As I mentioned a few weeks ago, Tom has sent in the severe mother load question. This is a hard
2: one. Oh, this is it. You keep throwing it out this week, huh? Yeah, the first we'll
0: the old question, then we'll talk
1: about that. Okay, okay, we'll keep you guys waiting for that. And here's the old question, and I don't think we had any winners, dude. No winners this week. I don't think so. Um, I don't remember, and getting a, you
2: know,
1: I remember getting a lot of emails, we, but I don't remember getting one with the answers. That's right. And this was the week for the the trip to the uh, that, that regular season football game at Wembley Stadium between the Giants and the Dolphins next year. We didn't have anyone to give the tickets away to. so. Uh,
2: no. room at Buckingham Palace.
1: Oh, man, it was (laughs) insane. Dinner with the queen. Um, Polo with uh, Prince Charles and the
0: boys.
1: (laughs) 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 And locker room passes to uh, the uh, game. But anyway, since no one got it right, here it is. Anyway, in case you guys are out there wondering, like I just couldn't get it. It was too difficult. Here it is. The question was, which team did the Redskins defeat in their final game at RFK Memorial Stadium?
2: And everyone should have
1: this. Yeah, there's no excuse, none. That's right. The answer, of course, is the Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> and the second part of the question,
0: which I can't team... believe you just said that we're going to have to put that explicit symbol up on our
2: podcast this week.
1: Yeah. <laughs> which team did the Redskins defeat in their first game at Jack Kent Cook Stadium? The answer was the Arizona Cardinals. And a bonus question. And the bonus was going to be an extra two-day trip over to Paris, but no one got this either. Who caught the the game-winning touchdown in the first game at Jack Kent Cook? And who threw the pass? And the answer was Michael Westbrook caught it and Gus Farad threw the pass.
2: Oh, oh my god. god. But, I can't wait, believe nobody called this week. You know, Mike Westbrook's doing ultimate fighting now, something of that nature. <clears throat> Are you All serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I heard some like other news. The ultimate fighting thing.
1: Wow. Dude, I heard some other news that Brian Westbrook's brother was invited to Redskins camp. Did you hear this? Oh, yeah. I did you bring that.
2: that up last week?
1: Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, okay. No I think more. we did
2: because everyone's brother was there. I'm surprised you guys' his brother wasn't there. Yeah, we talked
1: about all the Oh brothers. yeah oh yeah, but I remember after the podcast we forgot to mention Dan Turk and Matt Turk brothers also.
2: Oh yeah. The Turk
1: brothers. Yeah. He was bef- he was the long snapper before the red snapper.
2: Yeah, he he kinda left in an infamy. The, the Turks kinda left in a left in a little bit of a disgrace. And right here in here football you got
1: Aaron Allen and Josh Allen. And crazy Uncle John. Crazy, Uncle, crazy John. Uncle John. But anyway, here we go, dudes. The question for this week's a very special question. It's a first on Harry Hawk football. Uh, we are going to actually give away a prize, and Josh is going to tell you about it right now.
0: That's right. We have a, uh, wonderful person named Jody, who, uh, who runs com. That is com. She makes some really cool, uh, like, beaded jewelry and stuff. Now, before you go joking it or anything, guys, you know, <laughs> you know that all you special lady people out there need some uh, need some nice beaded jewelry
1: to wear to so, the games.
0: Uh, if you go to thebeatedtoe dot com, she'll give you ten percent off if you type in the code word Harry Hog on your order. But no, she has some really cool stuff. But what she's done for us is she's created a special Burgundy and Glass Beaded Jewelry Package for the Redskins fan. And if you get the answer correct today. You will be sent the burgundy and gold redskins necklace, bracelet, and earring package from com.
2: Pretty cool.
1: And, uh. Um, so you can give your,
2: uh, you know, special lady friend out there some, uh, redskins from mall. Or if you are a Or if yeah, you are like a lady. Or if you are a lady and you want to get it for your man. That's cool
1: too. Or if you're just and, into you that know. kind of thing, then whatever. Here we go. That's right. The, anyway, you, you guys have, you're on your, uh, you have to take an oath here though that you do not google this. Okay?
0: And when and when you uh and when you when you give us the answer this week, you got to make sure we can contact you. Obviously, we got to know where to send the uh the prize. And and we prefer it if you call in, so since this is the first, we can play your answer back on, on the
1: podcast next week. And we won't play back your address when you leave that. Yeah,
0: we won't play back any of your contact info. So,
1: so here we go. So you got it. So let's just say you have to call it in. How about you that? You got
0: to call it in for this because this is there's some value to this.
1: To get I price. think this is
0: like a seventy dollar value.
1: Seventy dollar value.
0: Okay, what's that number? 657 seven. H A I L. Hail. What does that spell? I think it's four two four five.
1: And I think it's actually an eighty-one dollar value. Oh for this
0: prize. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's somewhere up there, seriously. So here we go.
1: And here's the question sent in by Tom weeks ago. So Tom, of course, you're not eligible for this prize, sorry. <laughs> Tom sent in this question weeks ago, and here it is. In the nineteen ninety playoff game between the Redskins and the Eagles, the first rematch after the body bag game earlier that season. Final minute of the first final minute of the first half. Ernest Biner runs off tackle, where he is tackled around the 20-yard line of the Eagles. As he is going down, the ball comes loose. The Eagles pick up the ball, as they were inclined to do in the late 80s, early 90s. They returned it with laterals as well for a back-breaking touchdown. The Redskins were leading at the start of the play and were dominating the game, but would have been behind after the Eagles' touchdown. Fortunately... The Redskins challenged the play, and it was overturned as Biner's elbow was down before the ball came out. The Redskins went on to win the game. Tom says, All right. I don't want the answer to who returned it for a touchdown. I don't want the answer to who recovered the fumble. I don't want the answer to what the final score was. I want the answer <laughs> to who was the replay official who overturned the call.
0: Ooh, you mean what was the name of the replay Who was the name of the replay official?
1: The name of the replay official, first and last, who overturned the call. So, if you know that answer, don't uh, Google it. You better not Google it. Only a Cowboys fan would Uh, Google it and then say you didn't. That's right. So, you know, kind of like those plays where they act like they run off the field and they stand like on the sideline and then go out for a pass, like the Cowboys have done against the Redskins. Those type things.
0: If you got the answer, give us a ring, 202-657-HAIL. I think that's uh, 4245. That's a Washington, D.C. area code. We know you've all got cell phones, and you all get free calling after 9 o'clock or on weekends. So give us a call. The first correct answer is the great burgundy and gold, Harry Hall football edition, beaded jewelry from com go check out the beaded toad for uh for some cool gifts for uh for one of your special people
1: and type in harry hog wow, to get a, I a discount
0: i know can you believe we're actually giving away something so
1: here we go and what's the discount code harry Hogg, right
0: harry hog is the discount code if you go to com to buy something and when you check out type in harry Hogg, all one word all lowercase and i think aaron's gonna put up a graphic on the uh, podcast but uh it'll it'll give you 10 percent off of everything
1: and, um, other than that, dude, we've we got one other thing we're waiting for here. And John's about to throw it out right now. Aww. Not that, dude. Oh, sorry,
2: guys. Sorry. Random Redskin of the Week. 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 Oh, yeah, week, yeah. The Random Redskin of the Week,
1: week is this, week. Week, this week's
2: week, week. Random Redskin <laughs> is another number 79, number Ron. Number 79, Ron McDole, the defensive, and you play for the Redskins. 1971 to
1: 1978. was nicknamed the Dancing Bear by Sonny Jurgensen because
2: apparently he can cut a rug, <laughs> <laughs> and Josh can cut something else,
1: from man. At <laughs> 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 any event, I want to thank everyone that sent That's in some wrap, emails. Wrap, week. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who sent in an email this week. Keep them coming in. We got tons of emails, especially yeah, from here, our.
0: Man. We had to- tons of people signing up on the site this week. Um, thanks for all the comments we're getting. And, uh, you know, as we get closer and closer to the season and more news is happening, there'll be more posts and so on and so forth. So keep it up. We enjoy having everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Thank you guys. And, um,
2: thanks for
1: listening. Thanks for so, listening. Yeah,
2: what's that, what, what's that, uh, that uh, email address if people want to send in comments?
1: Yeah. Keep sending in your comments. The, uh, email address is, of course, RedskinsFan at com. And we'll try to answer your emails. We usually do a pretty good job at that. Um, that's right.
2: And that is H A R R Y Hawk Football, not Harry. And my head is very hairy. Harry likes the name like Harry. Like H A R R Y Football. Football.com.
1: And remember this week, guys, as you're eating your haggis, if you see a Cowboys fan, you better check your Cowboys. Yo-go! Good night, Goat. Ah, good night, old man. Good night.